0: This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notify button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. We are live. Hey everybody, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. We are so stoked to have the unapologetic Danielle Brandon with us tonight for a little fun Friday night uh, here on the uh, YouTube channel. So we are live. You can jump in with questions if you like, um, but we're going to start with some laid back conversation with Danielle and we'll take your questions as they come in. So Danielle, it has been 18 months since we've had you on this podcast.
1: Well, wow, it's been that long? 18 that- months
0: you were your episode 101 and we're on episode 264.
1: <laughs> wow. That it feels crazy. Yeah, you guys been grinding.
0: But it it feels like a blink. Like
1: Really? Good. It feels like
0: just yesterday. Now I know I talked to you for the rig report just a couple months ago about the rad deal.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Yep.
0: But this podcast we have not had you on in 18 months. So a lot. A whole lot has happened since then. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, you had just moved to Vegas.
1: Yeah. I literally remember like doing this podcast at Mel's house, like when I first moved there. Exactly. Right. That's so weird. How,
2: how many different places have you lived now in Vegas? Because I oh. feel like you've been jumping around a little bit, trying to I find was. that perfect spot. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, I want to say this is my favorite spot. Okay.
2: Sure is fit. it is it your best spot? Like, yeah. do we think we're gonna stay here for a while?
1: Yeah, my best okay, spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And is and is this your spot? Like, this is your spot. You're not moving in with somebody else, or
1: I do have a roommate. Okay. Yep. So, um, Kiefer, the underdogs coach, uh, who Justin yep. uh, brought in, uh, is my roommate. So it just worked out. He's um, coming to go somewhere, and. We he like needed a spot for the summer while he was here working with underdogs and, so, and like the apartments that I have like the two bedroom just big and nice and affordable so yeah. yeah
0: it's funny last time you were on a bed in a bedroom now you yeah. get to be in a living room in front of the I couch. Was-
1: I was definitely, like, a college, a college boy, (laughs) like, like a mattress with no bed frame, like, I don't even know if I had sheets on it, like, yeah.
0: So, I'm assuming the new place is pet friendly.
1: It is, yes, yep.
0: And you got to bring the dog.
1: Yep, I have cash. Cash. He's taking a little, little nap. (laughs) Aw, baby. Yeah. Long day at the gym, hot day. Today, like, it officially got really hot in the Midwest. Yesterday and today. Uh, So he was definitely
0: Yeah. yeah. It got humid here in the Midwest. So, like, it's not hot here, but it's just sticky.
1: Yeah. Which is like maybe worse. (laughs) Right. can't hang on to anything
0: yeah so from that point where we interviewed you you went to the west coast classic you had a pretty good like quarterfinals and all that west coast classic underdogs dominated that was just a fun sight to see and be there live for that i love that that whole experience yeah it makes
1: me like emotional thinking about it so
0: so thinking about that now this season you don't have Bethany. You don't have Carrie, and and you're kind of the lead underdog.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh gosh, you're definitely you're, you're the most experienced.
1: <laughs> me, yeah.
0: You know, and um, and I and I think that that this is your year, right? Um, with everything that's happened, it just seems like it's it's mounting up to be your year.
1: Hopefully. I like the sound of that. (laughs) That sounds good. I want it to be. Um, Yeah. Like, I feel like I just haven't gotten to have just like a normal games year. And I really thought that last year would be it. But, you know, like, I think it all happened for a reason. And, you know, thinking back on the games there and it did happen for a reason. There was literally a moment after um, I think Carrie had gotten out officially, you know, like her, her games were over where I like went up to Cooper and Justin before the swim. And I literally was like, this is God's way of telling me to like shape, shape the F up because (laughs) I get this opportunity this year. And like, not to say I didn't deserve it, but like Carrie and Bethany worked their asses off that year. And I did too, but like they did that much more, right? Like they did everything inside and outside of the gym. Whereas, like you know, I definitely was like, oh, maybe I'll like stay up a little later, and you know, I sacrificed a lot, you know, like that balance. I I didn't live like the greatest, the greatest lifestyle that maybe a CrossFitter should, right? Or as much as Carrie and Bethany. And so, just like I got that opportunity last year, and it did, it really like after the games, I was like, all right, we need to like make some changes mentally and lifestyle wise.
0: Well, well, something that happens like that at the games has to make you take a step back and examine what you're doing. Right. Because you, you had the toughest CrossFit games that anyone has ever had. Yeah. Right. And, and you survived it and you finished 11th in the world. Yeah. With not ideal situations having someone escort you around to make sure you didn't breathe on anybody. Yeah. Like, and, and you still, and I know it was tough and it was frustrating and you could see even the ebbs and flows in your, in your posture and your demeanor through that weekend. But at the end of the day, you, you survived it and you kind of thrived.
1: Yeah. I think I was like, I was meant to go through, meant to go through that. And, you know, not to say it's like the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life, but as an athlete um, and like in my career, I hope that's like the toughest thing I have to go through, Um, toughest competition I have to go through. Um, And I learned so much and it just like, it literally just like kicked me in the ass. And like, I, you know, I've made a lot of changes and like mentally I'm so much different this year. And I know it's because of that. So
2: can, can you talk a little bit about some of the changes you made?
1: Yeah. Um, I think a huge part of it has been making sure that I'm eating and sleeping and recovering. Um, right. Like those things I think I kind of blew off a lot last year, like eating, I had gotten away with not fueling my body. Um, as well as I should have. And I would get through training sessions. Right. And every time that I got through a training session where I wasn't really fueled and like, didn't eat enough, that would be like just another confirmation. Like, Oh, I don't need to, or like, mm. it's like, you know what I mean? Like I would get through. And it's so, like, it's oh, like I'm- when
2: I eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream
1: yeah. and then I PR the next day
2: yeah, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well I can eat that Ben and Jerry's because exactly. that things happen when I eat the Ben and Jerry's. That's a true story, by the way.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe it. And like, it was just that, but like opposite, right? Like I would be like, i you know, I'd be so exhausted from training and I'd be like, Oh, like, I just like don't want to eat.
0: And, mm-hmm. you know,
1: I've gone through like my experience with food and as I think a lot of women have, and I just like, right. Like those training sessions being super underfueled would just, you know, just like make a bad habit even worse. And then like this year I made a lot of changes and I'm like eating more and like Kiefer has been like great at like helping me stay on top of eating like breakfast and, and Mike Malloy. Um, So, and it's just like, it's made a huge impact on my training and then like sleeping and, you know, maybe like, I do like love time with my friends and I love to go out, but like maybe instead of saying yes every time, like maybe say yes, like half, half the time, amount of time, you know, like, because you have to remember like your goals and like, you know, going to bed and like that, those kind of things. And then also just like anything that's not bringing me good energy um, or that's not helping me towards my goals, get rid of it. Um, Stuff like that. And yeah, do your
2: friends understand, do you think they understand that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've made sure that like, I won't allow anybody in my life that doesn't understand that. And if they don't, then like, keep them at, at an arm's distance. And like, sure. you know what I mean? Like everybody has those different friendships and that's something I've been like navigating this year is like, you know, not everybody's going to be your best friend. Like, but yeah. you know, just like normal life things too, that, um, everyone goes through. Uh, so those have been some big changes and then just like mentally some mental changes. So,
0: so how did, how is it, living with an underdog's coach and having that accountability 24 hours a day?
1: I think it's something I needed. And as much as like, like I'll literally wake up and he'll be like, have you eaten yet? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, do you want to have a good training session? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well like you have to eat. And I'm like, <laughs> like, and then it's funny too. Cause um, he like, <laughs> he like also Cooper my agent with lab management, like will text Kiefer to like, tell me stuff. He's like, mm-hmm. I know Danielle. So like, can you tell her to do this? And I'm just like, Oh, and Kiefer's like, don't kill the messenger. Like, don't kill me. Like, it's not me. It's Cooper. And I'm just like, Ugh. but it's something I need. Like, that's funny. Yeah.
2: Are you, are you ignoring Cooper? Are you not answering your texts or is your phone dead or you're just
1: not, all of the above. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like not a great responder as like That's funny. anybody in my life will tell you. Uh, yeah. I just like, you know, when you're on your phone for like Instagram and all that, when it comes time to like answering like regular things, you just like don't want to be on your phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I'm on like do not disturb like every day all day now. <laughs> which it's something I have to get better at, but I think I, and I like, I silence like Instagram notifications too.
2: That's probably a good idea.
1: I, it, it it ultimately is. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes Instagram,
2: Instagram can be dangerous, I think. Um, and not, not super helpful for, for people, especially, you know, you're an attractive young woman. Um, and I'm sure you get a lot of crazies on there and it's just not productive.
1: Exactly. It's like, get on, do my business,
2: right. Do your business.
1: You're like, you know, see what my friends are up to. And then like, okay, Peace that's out. you know?
0: So what are those pressures like with all your sponsors? I'm sure you have to be on Instagram all the time as your job essentially. And what are those pressures like every day?
1: I think sometimes, you know, like, because we do have obligations, but it's easy to be like, oh, I don't want to do this. But also, like, that's what's allowing me to, like, train and live this life that I get to live. You know what I mean? Like, sure. yeah, yeah, be poopy about it, but then be like, actually, like, this is pretty cool. Um, Get it done. You know, this isn't the worst thing you have to be doing. And so really not that bad at the end of the day. And you just have to remind yourself like anything, like anybody's job, you know, like, right. It's part of the job. Yep. Like this is what, this is what allows me to do this. This is what pays me. So,
0: yeah. So with all of the changes you've made, where are you seeing the most, um, significant increases? Is it in strength? Is it in engine? Um, something that I'm not thinking of,
1: I would say just like my engine, and just, like, being able to attack workouts that in the past, like, I would I would not do it. And I think a huge part of that is just, like, my mental game, too. Like, they go hand in hand, right? Like, I'm putting in the training and the work. Um, and then also, like, my mindset's a lot better. So then those can come together and I can attack a workout because I'm physically more better, but also just, like, mentally in a better place. Do you Are find you that with Sorry, sorry go ahead I was gonna say do you find that with those these new changes like the sleep and the eating better like your recovery is uh so much better and uh, oh, yeah and I'm just yeah. like in your mood you yeah. know like I'm just like ready to train the next day because I'm not super tired or like under fueled and you know I'm like happier and in a just a better place mentally like regardless of performance and totally. like yeah how, how
2: old are you Daniel 26 26 so recovery is probably not much of an issue it's funny you say that amy amy and i are both like 40 plus athletes so recovery is like a big deal but i'm pretty sure when you're 26 there's no really no such thing you just you wake up and you're recovered
1: as long as i'm eating enough and like getting quality sleep which is like all most people can do you know
3: Mm
0: -hmm. so i've i've a weird question with all this you know Morning Chalk Up did a piece this week about the most athletic CrossFit athletes. And Chase Ingram said that you were the most athletic female CrossFit athlete.
1: Wow. Today. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so my question is, is it kind of a curse to be that gifted of an athlete that you don't have to do all the things to be great?
1: No. And like, I have thought about this, right. Like with handstands, like, um, a lot of the other underdogs, like have a lot of hand sand practice and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, like, I want to be doing that, you know? And I'm like, wait, like, I don't need to. And mm-hmm. honestly, because I excel so much in those areas, like I get even more time to work on the things like I suck at, you know, like, I don't have to spend as much time on like the things that I'm really good at like, you know, some gymnastics pieces. So ultimately like I'm at it. I just, I have an advantage. Like I get to work on the things I suck at more, you know?
0: So with all this, I did a little bit of research. I did a lot of research today Um, and (laughs) I found some pictures of you pole vaulting at Sacramento state. Oh, cool. And I was just blown away. And I guess I didn't like look at pole vaulting that closely before, But how much you have to, to let go and put into that to get up over that bar. Like you are completely upside down on the way up. Yeah. And then you have to throw your body over the pole, over the bar and fall, whatever, 15 feet below. Yeah. It just, it just blew me away and it showed not only your athleticism, but you're fearless.
1: Yeah. It's, it's definitely like the most difficult sport I've ever done pole vaulting. It's just, there's just so much that goes into it. Like your run, like how you plant the pole, when you plant the pole, um, there's just like so much, so much technicality wise to it that what does, what does
2: starting in that sport look like? Like, you know, you, you, you know, you learn how to ride a bike. You got training wheels, right. Or, you you know, you're doing BMX and you got little bumps. How, what does your starting pole vault look like? How does that even work? How do you train for that?
1: So I think, so in high school, I think I had started pole vault freshman or sophomore year. And they knew I was a gymnast. They like, you know, all the like weightlifting coaches and like track coaches, like they all knew each other. And they saw me like in PE class and weightlifting class and they like saw how I moved. And so when I had started track, they were like, hey, we want you to pole vault. And the funny thing about pole vault is like if you watch like the first day of high school track, the day that like you start to like um, express interest into like events and stuff and you like go to your little groups, literally pole vault has like half the team over there. Like it starts out with like 30 people, but then people realize like how hard it is and it dwindles down to like five, maybe 10, like no doubt. Like everyone's like, oh, this is so cool. Like I want to do that. And then they realize like how hard and scary it actually is. And like they all quit. Um, So it just, it started like that. Like I, they were like, you should do it. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I think I had a couple friends that did it and I was like, cool, I'll do this. Um, yeah, but what is it? What is it like actually like doing your first jump? Like how
2: yeah, do you like, how do they teach you how to do it?
1: Oh yeah. So like, they'll teach you like how to hold the pole. Okay. You'll just like do like, cause it's a very different technique style of running, right? Like running with no arms, running, carrying this heavy pole. Um, so they teach you that. And then usually they'll have you just on. And then like, when we get on the runway, you'll put the pole down and you'll run mm-hmm. with this and then just like jump. Like, okay. like right Because like you don't have to like so there's no pole in front of you you're just jumping yep over. literally okay. just like jumping and then like usually you'll do like some drills of i think we did like like here and then you'll just like pull yourself tight to the pole and like bring your body up and then like land on your back okay so yeah. and yeah. then you just increase that angle i guess yep and then like over they'll literally that we'll do that forever and then they'll like put up like a little bungee. And they'll just be like, all right, like, okay. try to get over. And, like, you know, the, like, natural, like, good ones at pole vault will, like, figure it out. But it's it's really hard. I don't – I, like I, – I honestly, like, was not great in high school at it. Like, I was, like, good and strong and, like, could get by with, like, really bad technique. Um, but, like, when I got to college, my coach was just, like, I don't – like, I don't know how, like – you did this like the way you did I don't know how how you were like successful at it <laughs> and then like well I was watching it just the other day and I actually
2: said to my husband myself can you imagine what it would be like if I actually <laughs> tried to pole vault because I, t- I'm, totally I, I might be it. athletic but I am not like coordinated
1: I could not do this so there's a huge piece of coordination oh, yeah. with that right I mean yeah, it's hilarious. It's probably like the funniest thing to watch, like high school boys try it because like, they think, <laughs> "Oh my like, gosh. Like it's and not coordinated. So- yeah, no. <laughs> like even the most athletic people like struggle with it. It's just there's just so
3: much.
2: I want to yeah, try. This should be a field trip, Amy. You and I should go to a track. <laughs> And okay. we should learn how to pole vault. We could do let's, a series on it. I think let's, would be yeah, amazing. definitely video that because that will be interesting.
1: <laughs> that will. Danielle is dying, right? <laughs> let's do it. I'm serious. I'm thinking
3: serious.
1: Think I'm like, gonna look around. And it's funny because people are probably like, "Yeah, like we'll do this, we'll do this," and then they like stand on the runway of the pole and they're like, "Wait, like how do I get the pole into the box?" Because yep. that's a very crucial and hard step. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I did high jump uh, as a grade schooler. I, I I think I won like second in the state in high jump in eighth grade, well, which is, I was a ballerina, so I know how to jump and I know how to like move my body. But uh, I remember as soon as I started to jump something higher than like eye level, like when yeah. you're running towards it and it's like a little bit higher than you're like, nope, I'm out. I can't.
3: Just, Just run by it.
2: Yeah. Can't. It's kind of like, you know, again, I'm five two. So doing like 30 inch box jumps when it's already like at your chest, really hard to do.
1: Like oh maybe this isn't it anymore. Yeah.
2: But I like that idea. I'm going to look for some tracks around here and see if I can't figure that out.
0: Yeah. Well, once a year <laughs> at my high school at least one of the guys missed the pit completely. Oh, like they would just go off to the like 45 degree angle.
3: Yeah.
2: Have you ever had a pull break? Yeah. Mhm. That's got
1: to be terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I did like a 360 and I was just like, "What?" and like the Oh no. It, it's more like it's more freaky because it's really loud and mm-hmm. the depending on like where it breaks it can be really dangerous and that's what's i think usually like what's more dangerous is like where the pole is it like i've seen it like stab people in the hand oh yeah i didn't think of that flying and it's like it i mean that's a lot of a lot of weight on a pole in the yeah. descent of flying um yeah i've broken a pole and i want to say that's like the, in high school I like landed on the mat wrong and like tore my um I like rolled my ankle and like it tore. Mm-hmm. Like worst, I think that's like the worst injury I've had. When, when I've, was the last time you pole vaulted? Probably not too long ago. Like like since a CrossFit? Year ago.
2: Like since
1: Yeah, like I've pole vaulted um post collegiate. Just for fun, like I've I've showed up to my old um, colleges practice and like did stuff. Yeah, I think I could
2: concept of your notoriety in CrossFit when you show up.
1: Um, my a lot of my old teammates do, but now like I don't even know if like I don't think I know anyone (laughs) on the team anymore. Okay, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you know that's so
0: sad. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you can see, but Wad Zombie is saying that he would watch uh cat and amy attempt to pull vault we're
2: doing it let's do it like i can picture myself like running with it and then getting there and stopping <laughs> <laughs> i just feel that
1: that about myself <laughs> i want to try it I definitely want to try it at least you know that about yourself yeah I, do.
2: <laughs> I think the progression to it is is interesting to me you know and Like, Amy and I are both coaches, so we can, like, we break down movements and things. And I think about it, even when I watch Ivy and her gymnastics stuff that she does, like the basics, because you know what you see when you watch, you know, like Olympians doing in gymnastics or collegiate level gymnastics, you know what those events look like. And it's so interesting to me how they progress the young people into the movements, like the vault where they just kind of come over and they're like poker straight and they just kind of like toss over like, oh, okay, that's how you learn how to yeah. do something like that. It's kind of
1: neat. It is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that girl's going to be the next American Ninja warrior. Oh my goodness. I, uh, we have a, an interview with Justin that hasn't released yet where he talks about camp Rhino having the Ninja gym. Oh yeah. And it's that crazy. Ivy can't stay off of it.
1: Oh yeah. every She like, uh, even today, like at the end they were getting ready to leave and Ashley's like, Ivy, I don't even think you said hi to Danielle because like she <laughs> got her and she just goes straight for the Ninja gym. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to go Unreal. in here. And I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. So, for people who are listening that don't know, Justin Kotler, Danielle's coach, head of the underdogs athletics, her his daughter Ivy is a gymnast. And she's what? Five, six? Five. Five. Yeah. And she's insane. And you've gone to watch her compete several times. Yeah. I mean, she's- do you guys have like the craziest, uh, you know, cheering squads? Oh, yeah. Like,
1: we were the loudest sure I think one time we like went and then there was another group that like started to try to one up us and we were like no we will be the loudest you guys
2: have to be like the fittest spectators too though because I know
1: (laughs) I know you know
2: my daughter used to do um all-star cheer and so the caliber of people that go and watch their kids do all-star cheer they are not the fittest group no so I can imagine that you guys are like a little bit of a sideshow you know when you go oh I'm sure
1: and we're like you know we're just like having a good time we're like and it's funny you know we're like oh like this is so bad sounds bad but it's all innocent it's all fun you know we're just like oh like those other little girls aren't as buff as Ivy like oh that was that (laughs) routine was not nearly as good you know we're just like trash (laughs) talking these like little kids we're like competitive for Ivy we're just like oh Ivy's the buffest one out there like
2: I love it, so as, you, as you should be. As you yeah.
0: should be. <laughs> so what do, how does it make you feel that you've joined kind of this little family in Vegas and you color your hair and Ivy wants to color her hair?
1: Oh, yeah. It's cool. Even before uh, we talked about getting our nails done because Ivy wants to have the same color nails as me for for semifinals.
0: So That's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's cool because, you know, I didn't really like, you know, I had a little brother, but you never think about it growing up, but how much of an impact you actually have on like little kids. And so like being her around her, you like, I just like see it now, you know, like everything that we do in the gym, like she picks up on so fast, like the way we, the way we respond to things and like the way we like talk about workouts, like you know, she like does, does it in her own way and like does the same things we do. It's crazy. Like, I think the funniest I would make it made me think of um one time, like Justin gave her a workout to do because we were like doing ours and she was just like, mm, what'd she say? She was just like, mm, that's lame. Like that's, that's not even hard enough. And I was, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. Like she just is a little like mini combination of all of us. So it's crazy. It's
0: yeah. Cute. The, it's, yeah. they're, they're such a, the, the kids are so cute. Jax and her. Uh, oh, we yeah. got to eat dinner with with um, Justin and Ashley after West Coast Classic, yeah. and those kids were 100 miles an hour.
1: Oh, you mm. should see Jax. Stop. Jax is like coming into that like nonstop, little stud, like, you know, like, you know, tries to show off for all of us is running around and picks up things crazy, right? He has a crazy older sister to learn all this stuff from. So.
0: Yeah. So talking about crazy, one last thing from the games, the handstand walk. Yeah. (laughs) I, I can't not ask you, that is one of the most unbelievable feats I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You went faster than I can run on your <laughs> hands.
1: Arguably. Maybe. Who knows?
0: No. You haven't seen me run.
2: <laughs> I, it's, I've actually seen both and I can actually attest that. That might not person. be a compliment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> might not be a compliment.
1: Oh, my oh man. Yeah. Super
0: fun to watch. So I know that that is your wheelhouse, being on your hands. You love that.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, You've won wall walk events. You've. How did you get so fast and so natural to go over those obstacles at that speed?
1: I literally, like, I don't know. The first time I, like, started really doing that stuff was when I moved here to Vegas, doing a lot more of, like, the specific skill more advanced stuff like that um I don't know I don't I don't think I like did anything crazy or like super out of the ordinary um I mean as a kid probably like I was just always on my hands like I remember my mom would just be like oh like try to open the door with your feet or like crazy stuff you know she'd be like try this try that um yeah, I'm just like super comfortable on my hands, and and also I just have a really good like overhead position. So combine that with like being able to be on your hands makes makes for a good good combo. And being fearless, yeah, yeah. So so you ended was, up
0: winning that event, correct? Huh? You won that event?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So last time we talked, the the only event you had won, prior to that was uh, cut two. And you were, you were disappointed that um, your trophy said the lamest oh. name ever for an event win.
1: It's like on my, on top <laughs> of my page, and it says second cut. And then, like, to event eight, it that's like the name of it. Cause last year they named them just like event one, two, three, four. So oh, I right. Cut and event eight. <laughs> like, these are the <laughs> lamest names ever. <laughs> Wah, wah, I was—I forgot
0: they had done that because I was going to say are you happy now that you got one that isn't doesn't make it look like you got cut
1: just event. right just
2: like like in I did. Eight. yeah I did it of of I, did I was um selfishly very annoyed that they kept putting you in that far lane uh, inside this coliseum because where we were on the media side was on the other side uh, and so we were always like the farthest away from you as possible and I have like really good photos from inside but like from only yeah. like the first two or three lanes of people yeah. <laughs> I was like Dang. Ah. yeah <laughs> well, oh. but next year it should be different
3: yeah
0: so you go you go out of the games you have this epiphany that that it's god's plan that you are going to you need to put more into it yep yeah. and then you have a you have a back injury
3: yeah but
0: you you still compete at rogue
3: mm-hmm
0: How hard was it to go to rogue and do that knowing you weren't a hundred percent or did you just use it as a test?
1: It literally, like I feel like we went in knowing it was just going to be for fun. Like that's it. Like uh, it was like, this is just purely for fun. And also it was Carrie's last time competing. So I was like, uh, like, let me just like go literally just have fun. Like, However, workouts go, we like. I can't be mad. We know I haven't been training for it. So it was just have fun and like hang out with Carrie, hang out with the other athletes. So, but well, it's, I know it's, you
0: like
1: being injured, but yeah, right. I knew that. I know you like your music. Yep.
0: How was the hat, the boots, the belt buckle?
1: Oh, that was amazing. I was like, this is for me. This is. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, "This is it. Like nobody can top this. Nobody can top this." That was that was awesome. Like
0: I I actually right volunteered there. at that event. Yeah, and I was sitting there watching you all get sized, yeah. and you were treated like rock stars.
1: Oh yeah, it was so cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've never yeah. seen a hat That's custom made.
1: Oh, a hat custom made like that. Yeah. But well, they like melt it to your head right or do something the, the patches they put like a rogue patch on it i think oh, it was a okay. rogue patch
0: well and they would they would size them and then they would bend it yeah. if they wanted it bent they would Got do it. all that kind of stuff and kind of make it unique for each person yeah. and then the boots they had like 5 billion different kinds
1: yeah they were gorgeous yeah and they really yeah. tried to like match your style too
0: yeah it was funny that when the legends came in, oh yeah, like they were just digging it because when they when they had come through, none of that was around,
1: yeah, yeah. that's cool. they They did like an awesome job. yeah, the olive robe. I mean, even the events. It's just like it made it that much more easy to like have fun competing. You know, and they say Rogue is like a showcase and it totally is that. Like they just want you to be able to go out and have fun and like show off your fitness and like, you know, and it's exactly. It's like
3: a,
2: it's like a high dollar,
1: uh, all-star game.
2: Yeah. Almost, you know? Yeah.
1: It's awesome.
0: Yeah. And, and then you got to hang out with the strong men.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool.
0: Now watching them get sized was a completely different kind of, uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then some of them I forget. Like we talked to somebody in the in the elevator, and they don't have great English, so just like talking mm. to them is like a whole other like navigation. And then they're just like these huge men, you know. It's crazy. Well,
0: well Brian Shaw couldn't get cowboy boots because they didn't have a size twenty three.
1: Oh, what? What a size twenty three?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. Wow, is
1: that real? Is
2: that real? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. It's totally real. Are those are those athletes natural? I don't know. Like, uh, is that a thing? Do
1: they have rules about that? I
2: wonder. Ooh, yeah. Because I
1: don't know if it's like yeah, like bodybuilding. You know how they have like right, natural. right, like a pro card and a right. I don't whatever, know. natural. And,
0: and I know powerlifting has. Natural and not natural.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you don't have the category, then probably assume that you shouldn't. But I don't know. I have to, I have to Google that later and see what the deal is. Yeah. Yeah. Not that steroids make your feet bigger. I'm just saying, like the (laughs) (laughs) three.
1: Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Those are big boots.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like there can there cannot be that many people with the size. Uh,
0: No. So then I know you were planning on doing what but decided that it was best to just let the back rehab, but you had a pretty fun weekend because that's when it wasn't going to be announced that you were going to be the first rad athlete, but the mood of Miami, um, the vibe just made it perfect for you to be announced that weekend.
1: Oh yeah. That was like, That was so fun. It makes me like, I'm like, do I want to compete at Wattapalooza ever again? (laughs) Like, I just want to go, you know, it's just like, it's just like an awesome time to be able to connect with your people and fans and have fun. And like, as much as I wanted to compete, I was literally so busy that like, I didn't even have the chance to have like much FOMO, you know, it was, it, it was so fun.
0: It was my first time there. The most fun I've, I have, I've ever had in an event.
1: Yeah. And it was fun to just like be able to like support Bethany and like watch other people. So that was crazy.
0: Yeah. Biggest vendor village I've ever seen. Yeah. Including the games. Um, And P and everybody's just hanging out there.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a who's who.
3: Yeah.
0: And those, that first release for rad, I loved those shoes. Oh, and yeah. I didn't get a pair, and I'm kicking myself. Ooh. Which which ones? The They're white yellow. lime green.
2: Yep. Oh, okay. So and I got the, a pair of the sand ones. Blue. Oh, cool! So, like, what's the deal? They they release a color and then they sell out like in two days, and then you have to wait until the next time. What what's happening?
1: Yeah. Explain. So they they'll release a shoe, and like once they mm-hmm. release it, like that's all they've like made of it.
2: They're all the same shoe though, just a different colorway. Is that? Yeah. Okay. So so far. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And do they, they do run
1: a little bit small. So yeah. So drops one through more. four, um, you want to half size up. Okay. Or full size up. Um, and then any drop after that will be true to size. Oh, okay. So. Cause I oh, got a pair. Enough. I okay. got a
2: pair and yeah. they didn't fit. They were too small. Oh. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but I just mm-hmm. sold them on Poshmark. For, for the same amount of money that I bought them for. So I don't feel so bad. But I didn't want to go through the hassle of like yeah. returning them because I think I was past the point where I could even get the shoe anymore because yeah. it would run out or whatever. Yeah. So I was disappointed, but I need to I need to get on whatever the next release is and try to get them because I'm a shoe
1: whore oh, when yeah. it comes to CrossFit shoes. I'll try them all. Yeah.
0: yeah. Who isn't?
1: Yeah. Especially with this one, like so many different colorways and yeah. knowing like once they make it, like they're not making it again. So it's like mm-hmm. more thing to be like, well, I need like every color and I'll <laughs> to get it again. You know, oh, that's
0: great. It, that first model to me looked like a mid nineties air Jordan. Oh yeah. And that's why I loved it. And I wa- wanted it, but, and yeah. Cooper said he was going to give me the hookup and I didn't get it.
1: Okay. What size are you, Daniel? I think I men seven. Oh, okay. All right. It's like eight and a half, nine. Yeah. Okay. What is that? Maybe maybe if I'm in Vegas, I'll come read your closet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You have a ton of Nike, ton of Nike shoes. No, I meant Rad shoes. (laughs) I don't need Nike shoes. Oh, that's so funny.
3: Yeah.
0: And we talked about that. You know, the cool part is that you actually have input in what Rad is going to be bringing out where at Nike it was such a big company that you were just an athlete with them and that Rad is going to have apparel coming out that you're going to have input for.
1: Right. Yep. Nice.
0: How excited are you for that?
1: It's just cool. It's like, as you know, as much as I loved being like able to say I was with Nike, like this is something that I feel like I can um, connect with people a lot more. Right. Like Nike, you connected with people who were like other Nike fans. This is like you get to connect on an even deeper level, right? You know, people can be like, Oh, I love these shoes, and you're like, Yeah, like I had input on them, or you know, all right. oh, I love these clothes. And it's like, yeah, I actually like helped, you know, which is really cool.
2: And you still get to say that you were a Nike athlete because you were exactly. a Nike athlete. So Exactly. Which is the
0: Best of both worlds.
2: Yeah. All right, Um, can we talk about CrossFit now? Can we talk about the current state of CrossFit? What's going on? Yeah. How? (laughs) I don't even know where to start.
0: Um, So I have a good starting point.
2: All right, let's try this. So
0: Danielle, (laughs) you did not get penalized during the quarterfinals. Nope. Is that a badge of honor in this day and age of CrossFit (laughs) where everybody's video is being reviewed and penalties are being handed down.
1: Yeah, but also, like, I shouldn't, like, be proud of that. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I did the norm. I did. Right. Like, it's That's crazy. why it was
0: just a starting point.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> good starting point. Well, let's get into <laughs> it. Right. <Yeah.
2: laughs> so you knew how to do shuttle runs. You knew that they were up and back. Yeah. Those was too um you didn't um you got the workouts early like everyone else did yeah. um obviously this is your bread and butter but yeah. like how are you disappointed at all in sort of like the legitimacy of the whole sport at this point in time in terms of like are you like us where we're like get it together like oh absolutely you- okay and I, I mean that- I know you're outspoken enough to say what you think but
1: yeah it's more just like annoying. I'm like, what is the big deal? I'm more so thinking of like, um, you know, like athletes, the semi-final thing right now, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, like, why is it that big of a deal to like, let someone go to a different freaking semi, you know? Right. And then, like, yeah, even standards, it's like, what did Hiller just post that girl who like the master's girl, who's like time wasn't in there. And then all of a sudden it was mm-hmm. just one, like, yeah, that looks sketchy as fuck, but like also just like, why can't cross it? Just be like, this is what happened to, like, clear it up for us. You know, like instead right. they just like, let people like reap and like hate on them so much. And it's like, well, if you have a legitimate reason as to why this happened, just tell people and we'll quit saying stuff. You know, like yeah. it's just you know they say they want to communicate better. They want to get us to trust them more. Then be like super transparent because nobody can argue with the truth. Like nobody can argue with evidence that you like show us. You know,
3: yeah.
0: It's Seems great. simple, doesn't it?
2: How yeah. did you? Yeah, how, you got to spend a lot of time with Dave at the ranch. Yeah, because um, you were on the demo. You were on the demo team, right? In twenty twenty. Yep. Yep. So how shocked were you when, when he left and
1: how'd you feel about that? So knowing Dave, like, I think it's really cool that I got to do that because I got to see a really cool side of Dave that I don't think a lot of people get to see, you know, like he is super caring of the athletes. Like it's crazy. He, if he can do something for you and you're like a good person, he will try his best to do it. And I, you know, it sucks that a lot of people don't get to see that, but also it's like, not everybody should get to see that side of him, you know, like, um, but yeah, it was like very shocking to see him leave. Like, like, I don't, I just, I don't understand why. Like, it was like so unnecessary. And the amount of like pushback that was on the team that decided to get rid of him, It was just, like, why? Like, tell us why. (laughs) Yeah. Have you been in touch with him since he left? (laughs) Yeah. 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 We're still, like, good friends. Mm -hmm. We're still really good friends, which is, like, cool to see, you know? Like, he didn't just, like, get kicked out and dip and, like, say, F everyone that I was ever associated with in CrossFit, you know? Yeah. So. And he's, like, helped me out a bunch since being gone, which is awesome. So,
0: I don't know if you can see the comments below, but your coach just jumped in
1: <laughs> and Ivy JC out. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The
2: rock climbing, good grief. Yeah. And
0: uh, Travis says, bring the heat DB. Love yeah, it.
2: there you go.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. So with all of that, you, you come into these semifinals, third North America, and basically the top seed going into the Mac. Yeah. How, how does that make you feel? Has that given you confidence or are you?
1: I would say like, it's a clean slate, right? It's a clean slate. Nobody. And it's funny, like during the open, I was like super, you know, like, oh, like this is the place I got compared to last year. Like I didn't place as high. You know and everyone's like don't worry about it don't worry about it right like quarterfinals is like what's next and then like quarterfinals happens and it's done and you know i I, what yeah i got third i don't i don't even know and third north america yeah okay cooper just texted me the other day and he's like do you remember what place you got in the open i bet if you asked anyone else any one of your like other friends and stuff like they wouldn't remember either because nobody cares and, like, you know, it's, like, do you even remember what you got at quarterfinals? He's, like, I don't because, like, we don't care about that. You know, no. it's, like, it's just another stepping stone. And, like, if you if you get confidence from that, cool, right, like, to each their own. But, like, for me, like, that's not.
2: Yeah, I would think for you elite athletes, too, it's not, you know, your your concern is you just have to get top 10% in the open. Yep. Who cares what the number is? You just have to get top 120 you know, in, in the quarterfinals and you really only have to get top five in yeah. your semifinal, you know, like it's not, you don't have to go out and win. You yeah. just have to, you know, have good workouts and, you know, have your head on. Right. And yeah. then it's really, it's all about Madison. Right. I mean, that's what you're training for.
1: Yep. It's such a waste of energy. I really right. to, like get caught up in that. Like it's just such a waste of energy. And nobody, nobody cares at the end of the year.
0: You are yeah. such a different Danielle this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good. Sign. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So in your coach's little comment below, he said, you are a machine right now.
1: Yeah.
0: We had him and Ricky on a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. And after the interview, they were talking about a workout and all Ricky wanted to know was what your score was.
1: Do do you remember what the workout was?
0: It was a dumbbell thruster workout that was supposed to be completely brutal.
1: Yes. I do remember that workout. It was, was it five? I think it was five rounds, six dumbbell thrusters. Did I start with thrusters? I think it did. Six dumbbell thrusters, 20 GHDs, Ring muscle-ups. I don't remember how many. And then dumbbell lunges, front rack. And it was with 50s. So it was six, yeah. 20, maybe 10 ring muscle-ups, 50-foot walking lunges, five rounds. Something like that. I'm close. I'm close. But yeah, it was like brutal. Like it was just like a long grinder. I think I I think I think
0: beat him. Yeah, you did by like – it was like by 10 seconds or something. Was
1: it.
3: It,
0: it was pretty close. And he was like, dang it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he's in Australia. You're in Vegas. Do you guys go back and forth like that? Or do you not always know what he's doing?
1: I don't always know, but like if it's a workout right now, like, right. Like I'm in my zone. I try not to like, I try not to even care about other people's times. And I honestly don't because like, yeah, cool. It's nice to have a time to shoot for, but like, why not just like do the best that I can do. And like, if I do do the best that I can do and execute well, Hopefully I beat him. You know what I mean? Like usually I'm not even looking at the clock lately. Like I'm just like going. And then at the end I'm like, cool, dope. And then I'm like, what did Ricky get? You know? Yeah. And then I'll ask. And we have me, Christine Bess, and Ricky have like a group chat on Instagram, like underdog daddies. And uh it's funny though, because we're all like different time zones. So like all will put in there like, hey guys, like what'd you get? And like. K best will respond, but then like Ricky like never responds to us. Like (laughs) so you have to find out through like Justin or something. But it's cool to be able to compare times with Ricky. So we know the
0: the trend is what's that again?
1: Because he's a stud, so it's it's nice to have like a male athlete to compare against.
0: Sure. Well, and that trend has been that the male female athlete training together because you're not true competitors. Right. But it gives you an idea of where you are. Yeah. And do you think that's helped you?
1: Uh, Ricky or. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course it's more, that's more just like, oh, cool. Like he is really good. You know, if I know like my time and especially on workouts where it's like, okay, like maybe he should be a little better. And like, maybe I beat him. I'm like, cool. Like it's like a little confidence boost. Right. You know, it's like, cool. You know. So yeah,
0: for sure. My other question is, Justin is kind of this evil genius, right? How many times does he come to you and say, I know that the strategy you would employ is this, but I want you to try this.
1: Lately, I feel like we've been really good at like communicating, um, just in general, communicating in general, like today we had to work out with wall balls. And I think in the past, um, I would be like, Oh, I want to do this. You know, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, maybe like I would do this or like Carrie and Bethany are doing this. And I'm like, Nope, I want to do this. And then like, usually it, like they would beat me and it like didn't work out and I'd blow up. But this year I've been trying to be like really intentional with like talking to him about strategy and like trying really hard to like listen to him. So like today it started off with 50 wall balls. And for me, I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll just like go unbroken. It was like 50 (laughs) heavy unbroken 50, 20 foot uh, or 20 pounds to 10 foot. And I was like, Oh, I'll just go unbroken in the past. Right. And then I was like, okay, Justin, I'm going to do strategically like 25, 15, 10, like strategically and like do it no matter what, like no matter how I feel, just do it. And he's like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Let's do it. And I did it and it worked really well. And I executed and I didn't blow up and I didn't die because of it. So I've been trying really hard to just like, listen to him because as a coach and like having a coach, like, why wouldn't I just like listen to him and put it in his hands? Because that's just like a whole other, like, it's just like energy saving. I don't know know how else to say that. Like, like it saves so much of my energy. Like, let me just focus on like doing the workout and like, let him game plan and strategize. And I'll have some input, of course, you know, be like, oh, maybe I was thinking this and he'd be like, oh, even better idea. You know what I mean? But it Mm -hmm. saves so much energy just to like, let him do his job (laughs) where like in the past I would push back so much.
2: That's a great observation. I never really thought about that when you have a coach though, but that it is less to worry about. It's just you just have to execute. Um the other good thing is if it if it blows up in your face, you can blame him for it. Like, well that was a dumb strategy.
1: (laughs) Like literally never happens. And I and like I think I learned that a lot from Carrie. Like she trusted Justin so much. And like all Carrie ever focused on was like fitness and like what to do there. And like she had such a great relationship with Justin that, like, Justin could literally be like, "Okay, Carrie, this is what we're doing," and she'd be like, "Okay," and like, mm-hmm. do it, and like, look how good of an athlete she is, you know. Yeah. And then, like, she saves so much energy doing that.
0: So uh, Ashley McMaines asks a question: How long have you been with working with Justin, and what drew you to him?
1: I've been with Justin since so after the 2020 games. Um, I moved to Vegas, like the end of October of that year. So I feel like 2020 and then like, we really started working together at the beginning of that year, like January, February. So January, February of 2021, I think, I think I'm right on that. And then yeah. How long I've been with him and what drew me to him. Um, I got to see him and Carrie at the 2020 games, like how they really connected. And, um, what it was like to kind of have a coach. And then Cooper was like, Hey, like DV, maybe it's time to like get a coach, you know? And so me and Justin talked and he was like, you know, I see potential in you and you know, I was like, I know this is something I need. Um, I'm kind of like plateauing and wasn't really going much anywhere in Sacramento anymore. You know, I, I had a great opportunity to move to Vegas. So I was like, why not? It's just kind of like, why not? Like, why not do that?
0: Yeah. And Justin has been your biggest champion uh, since you've gotten there. Like he, yeah. he talks about you in such high regards.
1: Yeah. And even like when I haven't done necessarily like what I'm capable of, he's like still been there, which is cool,
0: you know? So my next question is, I haven't had a chance to watch the video. I only saw, I don't, so I don't know if it's clickbait, but Hiller has a new video mm-hmm. today. Oh, no. that supposedly the games oh, no. events have been leaked. No. No.
2: No, I watched some of it. Um what episode did you say we were you were on Daniel uh, Scott was it 101? What did you say 101? Yeah, 101. Okay, I'm telling I'm telling Ashley who must be a new listener to go listen to go watch episode 101 cuz we mm-hmm. talk about all that. Yeah. Think. When we interviewed you, um, yeah. to answer your question, no, Hiller's video was about um, he read a journal article from like 2003 about okay. when Greg wrote uh, what is the test of fitness or something like that, and Glassman refers to like these five events, um, and so I think he was like predicting or, or thinking like, hey, if CrossFit want to do something cool, they should grab these five events and make them the uh, you know events at the CrossFit Games to find the fittest person. Um, So it's an interesting article and it was like one of the, one of the things was like um, a one rep max bench press and then like max rep muscle up, bring muscle ups or something like that. And there was like the scoring grid of like, if you bench pressed 300 pounds and you could do 30 unbroken muscle ups, there's like a little grid that you follow and you get 660 points and that gives you, you know, a score of 10 or something like that. It was just, an interesting way to like how you know Greg's brain works. Um, mm-hmm. It was just very intelligent and very cool. Uh, little look back at it at an old article. I didn't get through most of the rest of it, but I'm assuming that's what it was about.
0: Yeah, and Andrew Sten Sten confirms uh, that it was just clickbait.
2: Yeah, and I would hope, gosh, if those were leaked, that we'd all know about them by now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And how? But how could Congress. you believe it? As an athlete, <laughs> you couldn't believe it, right?
2: Nah.
1: Mr. Yeah.
2: Are you, do you have any trepidation about the games this year? Just knowing that Dave's not a part of it. Or I, can you not even be bothered by it?
1: I haven't even like thought about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to make the games first. That's true. <laughs> you know,
2: fair point, fair point. You've never experienced a, uh, a Mac before. Have you? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So yeah. I I'm, we, I'm here on the East coast and 12 labors is the gym that, started oh. the Mac. And it used to be just, you know, a festival, kind of oh. like a mini Wadapalooza of the of the Mid-Atlantic. And it's been going on for years and years. And then the first year when it was a semifinal in 2019, um, I got to judge that event. And I've gotten to know um, Wilson really well, who's the event director. So oh, MAC, yeah, it's such a cool
1: event. Wilson, um, like CrossFit Wilson? Wilson Pac. Is that a different Wilson? Do you know? Isn't it like Wilson? Um,
0: So that's a different Wilson. Okay.
2: Different Wilson. Yeah. 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 So Wilson Pack
0: also works at CrossFit sometimes, but not permanently.
2: Okay. Yeah. He does stuff for the games, but he's a a brilliant event coordinator. And he's, you know, they're putting on the Syndicate Crown this year and they're putting on Mac. And Scott and I were Mac last year. It was such a good event. Really cool vibe. Yeah. They treat their athletes really well. And it's just, yeah, it was cool.
1: That's a kind of it. I think Kyra said she really liked it. Yeah. Like it was like awesome.
2: And they typically do a one rep max lift. Oh yeah. That is like part of their thing. Now I know CrossFit's putting two events together and they're very specific and you have to do those two events that they programmed and they've given them specific sort of goal posts for the other events to program. So it may not work out that way, but I would have, I'd be really surprised if there wasn't a one rep max of something. Yeah. It'll be so cool. Yeah. Even if it's even if that's the event that CrossFit programs Mm -hmm. that everybody gets to do. Right. But you should love it. Have you ever been in Knoxville?
1: I don't think so. You'll love that too.
2: Very cool. Cool place. Lots of dogs. Oof. Good.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a
0: cat and I went to the like little town square. They had they have like this little square with a bunch of pubs and restaurants and stuff. And it's dog friendly.
1: Dogs everywhere.
0: And I could not get two steps without Cat stopping to, ta- to pet a dog.
1: Oh, Duh. Why wouldn't you? You can't not stop. Right. Yeah. And recognize awesome. every good dog. Right. They're all good dogs.
2: They're yeah.
3: Good dogs.
0: But what Cat left out, uh, the coolest part of the Mac is when you win, you don't just get the prize money, right. you get a real sword.
1: Okay, I was going to say, isn't it like a sword
2: or something? So cool. I have no idea how you take it back on the plane with you to Vegas, but they give you a sword for sure. You have to ship that.
3: Yeah, ship that ship. You have to.
0: (laughs) So I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. Last year, your semifinal was in your hometown.
3: Yeah.
0: You got to sleep in your own bed.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Now you have to travel. Yeah. Are you looking forward to that or do you wish it was in Vegas again?
1: I wish it was in Vegas again, just because it was really cool. And it was like super easy for a lot more of like my friends and, you know, other people in Vegas to go to, but I don't mind traveling. You know, I did in college when I was on a track team, we traveled all the time and honestly it makes it more like, I remember when we would have home meets for track, it wouldn't feel as much like a competition Cause you were at home, Uh, but like, you know, it'll just be fun to be in a new environment and, you know, nerves, nerves are good energy and you can use them as good energy. So. How early are you going? Are you getting there? I'm going to go the Saturday of syndicate. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, nice. So uh, Christine best is competing in syndicate. So hopefully I get to kind of watch maybe some of Saturday, but if not the last day good so, cool yeah are you guys going yeah. to syndicate? yeah we'll be yes at. love
0: it yeah i'll be at both cats going to syndicate um
2: we will some saturday sunday afternoon let's go pet some dogs love it the competition let's do that
1: <laughs> i can't say no to
3: that right <laughs> it's
2: gonna happen okay it's so funny like when we talked to bethany I don't know how this happened, but every time we talk to Bethany, we talk about singing karaoke. I talk about singing karaoke and how I'm going to take her with me to go do karaoke. And she's always yeah. like, yeah, uh, okay, sure. Sounds good. So yeah, no, <laughs> oh, any of the dog sounds a little more realistic. Like that might actually happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, that'll be fun. Oh, <laughs> is this mom?
2: Is this your mom, Julia? Yeah,
1: she's saying hi. Hi mama. Love it.
2: Happy mother's day. True. Happy mother's day. Not
1: yet though. Oh, yeah. See,
2: now you can't tell us what you're doing for your mom on Mother's Day because she's listening. Dang. And we'll be surprised.
1: Dang. Log,
2: log off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping so, that my son calls me. That would be like the best. Yeah. He's away at school right now. And, you know, yeah. the talking is not happening very often. So I'd like yeah. to hear from
3: him. No.
0: <laughs> so so you and Kat are going karaokeing and dog petting.
2: No, the karaoke is Bethany. Yeah. What's Bethany. I mean Danielle, if you're up for karaoke, that would be cool too. But I, I think probably just the dog petting would be fine. That's a good start.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think a trio would be like off the chain. What's that? The trio well, maybe, of th- all three of you karaokeing something well, together.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I don't think Bethany's gonna be at crown, so maybe we'll get we'll get Christine to do it.
1: Yeah, we'll get oh oh Christine will hundred yeah. percent karaoke.
2: All right, well then I'll find I'll find the
1: place for that too, and we'll pet some dogs on the way. Yep, it's a date. Uh, Christine is so down for that. <laughs> when, she, when she was here, she like wanted to go.
2: She's like, we have to karaoke. I'm obsessed. I haven't done it in a really long time, but I enjoy it.
0: And did I see Kyra's in your in your in the Mac as well?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's so fun. you'll have you'll have She's a teammate. Only the,
1: on the other underdog. I think so. I imagine that <clears throat> Justin's probably just setting up camp for a week or two. Like literally like I yeah. think he leaves Thursday before syndicate and then like is there syndicate going to Mac like staying there going right. to
3: Mac,
1: going home going to Granite and then straight to Atlas games. Oh geez. So it's like two. Because oh,
2: yeah, you guys have everybody you have someone in every every one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. One of the downsides of having such an empire—you <laughs> got you got yeah. them everywhere. Literally everywhere. Yeah.
0: Even yeah. Him. Justin told us he'll he's going to be home just for a couple days in the middle, two weeks on the front end, two weeks on the back end, yeah. and it's going to be rough. He's going to owe Ashley a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man. Yeah. She'll be fine. I so, don't know. So I always
2: like when my husband goes out of town. It's almost I, I kind of enjoy it a little bit. Like there's a little bit of downtime. You kind of just can do your own thing. One less person you have to yeah. kind of worry about, but yeah, I get it. I guess with little ones, it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah.
0: Your mom, your mom said to call your mom Love
2: it. for sure. <laughs> and then
0: type one lifting says, what song would you pick to sing?
2: Oh, Tom wants to know that. Um, I have a couple go-tos. Indigo <laughs> girls is always a, a favorite of mine. I can, I can belt out any of that stuff. Um.
1: What else? Danielle, you have any uh, off the top of your head? I, I just like go straight to like a Morgan Wallen song, but that's not okay. like the best, but that's not going to be like, you know, the best karaoke song probably. I would but have I have brush up would, on that. So it doesn't matter.
2: All right. Maybe we'll have to agree on something and I can practice beforehand. Yeah. Okay. I got a couple weeks. Yeah.
1: Christine <laughs> probably has some good ones. So, okay. Yeah. We'll ask her then. Yeah.
0: Does Danielle even know who the Indigo Girls are?
1: Oh, I don't I've, know. I'm old, yeah. I've heard some songs, but I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, not a go-to. It's not, yeah, well, I'm, not I'm not necessarily <laughs> a fan of the <laughs> Indigo Girls. I just have sung their karaoke songs <laughs> Like Ice Baby. Yeah. See, I feel like there's like classic, classic karaoke songs, but
2: listen, if I've heard it before and the lyrics are on the screen, I'm down.
1: Yep. Me too. Yeah. yeah.
0: My friends and I used to play kamikaze karaoke where you would put a, a song in for another person and they didn't know what it was till yeah. you get up on the stage oh, and it oh, appears fun. on the screen.
1: That actually kind of sounds fun because then yeah. there's like not as much pressure. Cause you're like, I don't right. know this song, you know? Right. Cause when you pick it
2: and then you <laughs> yeah. screw it
1: up, it's like, no. uh, <laughs> you, you, pick the song, you know,
0: it's how I fell in love with the backstreet boys.
1: Really? <laughs> we were, they were playing today in the gym. It was some like Spotify playlist and it was literally like white girl white girl get up playlist <laughs> or something and like the songs were going and I was snatching and I was like Justin this is totally a white girl playlist he's like that's yeah, so
2: yeah that's the other thing actually- we need we need to have like a collective of playlists where we share playlists because if everyone's on Spotify like I'm always mm-hmm. looking for I get so sick of the same music all the yeah. time
3: For us, even, even my fun.
2: own stuff like I like my taste in music but not 40 hours a week
1: yeah it would be nice Garth Brooks, Friends and Love voices. That's a good song. I could see that being a good karaoke song, too. Yeah,
2: my voice isn't that low, though. I mean, I have a low voice, but it doesn't go that low.
1: Right. It'd be fun to try, though.
2: <laughs> All right. I'm really looking forward to Crown, though. It's going to be fun.
1: It will be fun.
0: So last question I have for you is the games you have finished 10th, 11th, and moved to 10th, which you got screwed yeah. over. Yeah. Let's just, uh, it is what it is. And then you finished 15th, which was yep. all online. Yep. And then you finished 11th in a COVID year where you were put behind the eight ball and not allowed to breathe on another soul.
1: Yeah. We're pretty sick of the number
0: 11. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> is, is <laughs> got this
1: year- and Justin was like, if you get 11th one more time, <laughs> I would, I, we hate that number. Just like slice it in half, right? Just one. (laughs)
3: Like (gasps) one.
0: Is this the year? Are you looking just to break into the top ten? Are you looking just to not finish eleventh, or are you looking to podium?
1: Right now, I just want to qualify. That's fair.
0: See, this is really a different Danielle.
1: Yeah, just want to qualify for
2: now. It's good. I mean, if you want a different result, you got to do something different, right? So, yep, that's what's happening.
0: Well, I think you have a great chance. I've looked at the MAC lineup. You're the number one seed. You are having an amazing year. Yeah. Your coach said yeah. on this podcast that you are a machine right now.
1: Love it. And
0: Love it. I, uh, I can't wait to see you perform at the MAC.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Tom asks, "How do you pick your sponsors?" And I don't. I don't think it quite works that way. Totally, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they pick me. Yeah. Uh, how do I pick? a Short answer. Well, right. If we have interest in each other, just like any relationship, and then if it seems like a good fit for you, and you like what they have to offer, and yeah. Simple yeah. as that.
0: I guess my last question, really, truly, the last question is: Last time we talked, you question. were in a relationship. Are you still in that relationship, or is it, are you exploring other options?
1: Wouldn't everyone want to know? <laughs>
0: good girl. Ah, good. Good
1: answer.
0: Yep. Awesome. Love it. And we echo what Wadzami says. We're all excited for you.
1: Oh. Super. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much for jumping on, Danielle. It's been awesome. Of nice course. casual conversation tonight.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Nice. Maybe, uh,
2: maybe at Crown, maybe we can do a little recap of like the day if you're if yeah. you're watching on Sunday or something. We can do a little sit down.
3: Um, oh yeah,
2: live whatever. Um, once we're there, I think that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, that'd be really fun. I'll be hanging yeah. out. Cool.
0: That'd be awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll see you there.
1: See you guys. And- thank- yeah. Bye. Thanks, Danielle. And
0: your mom says you're always number one in her book.
1: Love it. <laughs> the moms are four.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye, Danielle. Bye, guys. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use, and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.